Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. All right, cruising into the weekend, an extended weekend, a holiday weekend. It is Labor Day weekend, the unofficial end of summer, the start of fall. College football is here. The NFL, less than a week for the regular season to start. What a time to be alive as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hit Aaron up at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. At Dan Bayer on Fox. John Ramos is here. Jason Stewart's here. Nick Cope is here. All right, let's wrap up this week in style. The ACC has expanded. Cal, Stanford, SMU moving on to the league. Aaron doesn't like it. I don't like it either. I haven't met anybody who said, yeah, this is awesome. This is great stuff. I think this is destined to fail. And that leads us to something that was turning in Aaron's mind when you're talking about failure. Was it just the additions of Cal and Stanford and SMU that got these wheels uh, churning this morning, Aaron Torres? Well, listen, I, I listen to Covino and Rich regularly. They're great at what they do, and they're always looking for unique angles on the biggest story of the day. And so the way that I kind of thought of it was, Okay, um, you know, like I, exactly what you said. It feels like everyone kind of has the same quote-unquote take on Stanford, Cal, and SMU going to the ACC. It doesn't really make sense. It's about money. It's not going to work. It's not for the best of anybody. And so I kind of thought, okay, what are the other examples of those crazy, crazy, crazy stories that as soon as you heard them, you're like, yeah, that's going to be a disaster, and then it turned out to be exactly correct. And there are a bunch in the world of sports, and we want to hear from you. 877-99-ON-FOX. That's 877-996-6369. If there was anything in sports that you felt 
was destined to fail and then did, uh, feel free to give us a call. Again, 877-99-FOX, 877-996-6369. Do you want me to lead off with an example, Dan? I would love it. So that the listeners maybe know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. So I remember uh, doing my radio show on Saturdays the day after, or maybe it was a day or two after, Russell Westbrook got traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. And of course, Arnie Spanner, oh, you know, playing the parade. Why even bother playing a season? And I said, like, you've watched Russell Westbrook play basketball before, right? Like, he needs the ball. LeBron needs the ball. LeBron's not playing off the ball. Russell Westbrook has no value playing off the ball. I was like, that's going to be a disaster. And Arnie, no, 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 no. I mean, they have three of the best players in the league. How could they fail? Well, we saw them. They crashed and burned, and they were a complete disaster. It felt like outside of Arnie, who I actually do love even though I'm teasing him, as soon as everybody heard Westbrook to the Lakers, (laughs) it felt like everybody was like, no, that's not going to work. And then that's exactly what happened. You could argue it maybe even went worse than people thought it was going to, but that was kind of what I had in mind when I talk about stuff like that. The only time that it had success was when Westbrook was coming off the bench and almost spelling LeBron. So like it was it was like the exact like the opposite of it. Like not only are they teaming up, the only way that it could work is if they're not on the court at the same time. Yeah, I, and that, I, that, that, yeah, That's the mess that it was. And I remember literally saying that. I was like, yeah, if Westbrook wants to be a backup, that's fine. But at the time, it was... Which he didn't want to be. Which he didn't want yeah. to be. And of course, you know, like, respectful to Russell Westbrook. I mean, he, he was a year, I think a year removed, for, or two years, I guess, removed. He had one year in Houston. But that year in Washington... He like put the entire organization on the back and got them to the playoffs. And so he was coming off a typical Russ year. We probably, I don't have the stats in front of me. I'm not going to pretend that I do, but he probably averaged like, you know, 24, seven and seven in Washington. And they were kind of good, kind of not good. Let me see if I can pull up the stats really quick. But it was like, but yeah, but he can't like, like it's just not going to work if he plays with LeBron, and again, to your point, if they're on the court together, really quick, I want to see. So his one year in Washington, 22 points per game, 11 and a half rebounds per game, 11 and a half assists per game. Am I reading this right? He was coming off a 20, double machine. 22, 11 and 11 season in Washington. And it and so now he's going to come to the Lakers and be a backup? Like, are, are, are we talking about the same Russell Westbrook? And so... We all, I don't want to speak for everybody, but it felt like everybody in that moment was like, there is no way that's going to work. And that's exactly what happened. I will give you a phrase, a name, but it's not the one that is going to be immediately in your mind. The Alliance. (laughs) And I'm not, but I'm not talking about Big Ten, Pac-12, ACC. I'm talking, remember the Alliance Football League? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Like, I don't think spring football works anyway. Like I, I just don't. XFL, USFL, it's not for me. It's never been my taste. But I do think at least the XFL and the USFL have some history. There's a little nostalgia to it. There's there's some interest to it. When the Alliance came up and was just solely on, hey, this is new football. Fans want more football. This is not going to work. I knew that it wasn't going to work. It was absolutely not going. They could try. They could try to bring in Colin Kaepernick, tried to bring in, you know, all these people. I knew that the Alliance 
And I think it was like the Alliance of American Football. I think that's what, yeah, that's It didn't even it sound called. like a real thing. No, no. They're like the AAF. I was like, is that my credit union? Like, I'm, I'm confused, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. It is how I sounded when I saw their games. I was like, ah. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. I love it, too, as well, because it proves my point of I said Alliance, and then we just completely forgot that there was even the football league that was called the Alliance. Yes. So I knew when the Alliance popped up that it was not going to work. Yeah, that's one of my big takes is spring football. I don't think anybody actually wants it. Um, but to your point, with no real backing, no real history behind it, it was doomed to fail, and it absolutely did. There's there's another one that I will admit, and I will fully admit, maybe I was playing the Arnie Spanier role in this. Okay, lay it on me. I thought Urban Meyer could win in Jacksonville. I did too. I, I thought that that was going – this was – you know what? The guy's been a winner everywhere else. The guys that are in the league are guys that he coached or you know recruited and went after – that he would be able to do that, that there would be, you know, a bit of a transition to the program. But I also thought, Aaron, that there would be aspects of the program that would ben- a pro game that would benefit Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. And 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 even even after not staying with the team after the bye week in or the short week that they had in, in when they played the Thursday night game. Of course. And not going back to the team and then the infamous photo was you know, was put out. Even after that point, I thought, you know what? Still could get it straightened out. Nothing to see here. Uh, you know, there's the strength coach stuff in the preseason. Then you heard more and more and more and more and more. Uh, I was, I was, I was wrong on that one. Where everyone else seemed to be right. Well, and I'll defend you on that one because, like, that did feel like one where. I don't, I don't feel like any – like, the thing is, the media does have a role in this, as weird as it sounds, and that felt like one where everybody in the media – Urban Meyer had burned so many bridges, and it just felt like nobody in the media wanted it to work, and so every time he did something, it became a bigger thing, and I get like, hey, don't dance with a woman that's half your age and not your wife, like, this, a lot of this gets avoided – but it did feel like, like you said, is that every time something, oh, he hired the strength and conditioning coach. It's like if, you know, like if, uh, as an example, if Mike Tomlin or Andy Reid, oh, everybody loves Andy Reid. He wears Hawaiian shirts. He's great. Sean McVay, he's the smartest human being that has ever walked the face of the earth. If Sean McVay hired the same guy, it would have been like, oh, my goodness, well, Sean McVay, I mean, you know, they're revamping the strength and conditioning program. But because it was Urban Meyer, it was like, well, well, we know what happened with this guy. I mean, what does it say about Urban Meyer that he hired this guy? And it was like, it just felt like a lot of people wanted him to fail on that one. There are a lot of people that want to get in line. John Ramos is in the on-deck circle. Right now, Nick Cope is in the batter's box. I know what John's going to do. Whether Nick gets on base or not, I know what John is going to do 100%. Nick Cope wants in, then John Ramos, and then Eric's in El Paso. We'll get to him. Cope, you're up. All right, I I got a few I'll just throw Give real us quick. one. Just oh, give just us one. one because I don't want you to steal maybe, a, you know, okay. one from, yes. So give us one. NBA sleeved jerseys. Oh, oh very good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. the Those worst. were terrible at the time. They never took off. I, I think that might have been when they were with Adidas, too. They but, they were oh. awful when Evansville wore them yeah. in college. <laughs> like, why? They're like, we want to look like the Evansville Aces. I have no idea. All right. I think I know where this one is going. <laughs> and all I'm going to say is tomorrow, 
John Ramos, you're up. I knew the minute that the Indianapolis Colts hired Jeff Saturday <laughs> that that was not going to work. And that I was... said it right then and there. That In fact, I, was, I said he wouldn't win a game. He won one the very first game. Remember Aaron against oh, the Raiders? How could I forget? Yeah. Right? And then proceeded to get shellacked the rest of the games. And I, that, was, that was a foregone conclusion. So, yes, the Jeff Saturday I knew right from the start was not going to work. But you know what? I don't think I was the only one that felt that way as well. I so. mean, respectfully, that would be like if we were came into the studio today and they were like, yeah, the Denver Broncos just hired Ephraim Salam as their head coach. And he's leaving. He can't do Fox Sports Radio on Sunday because he's literally the head coach of an NFL team. <laughs> that was exactly what happened in that Jeff Saturday situation. By the way, by the my way, hint. Ephraim yeah, hint- coach, but go ahead. Yeah, my hint was tomorrow yes. because tomorrow is Saturday. <laughs> oh, I knew that- I <laughs> was going to Saturday. You know me and- too well, Dan. <laughs> Eric is in El Paso. Eric, welcome to Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for having me, guys. The one that really surprised me the most, and I was pretty sure it was never going to work out, was when the Dallas Cowboys hired Bill Parcells. Really? Yes. A philosophy mismatch, never going to work. And when he brought in T.O., I thought it was going to be horrible. It ended up being okay until his little cry fest at the end. Well, Thanks. then you had... Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Eric. He also was the one that discovered Romo, right? You know, so. so like you at least have to let, have to give him that. Let me ask a dumb question because that was a little bit before I was in the media space as a professional. Why was it perceived that it wasn't going to work? Because Parcells is such a, a, a larger than life figure, and and yes. that Jerry Jones wouldn't let. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yes, yeah. yep. Every everything that you think that it, you know. Like, do you think? Do you think Bill Parcells for one second could stand Jerry Jones? Like oh, the the owner you know, just doing a press conference after the game? Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, mingling in his stuff. Like how you know? Here it is, Bill Parcells, two time Super Bowl champion, legendary coach, and here Jerry Jones is going to want to put his fingers on things. Makes yeah, sense. but but as you said, it wasn't awful. It wasn't. I mean, still, you know, Parcells is Parcells, and there were there were brighter spots, but. I, I actually thought he was going to go Barry Switzer, but the problem is, is Barry Switzer won a Super Bowl. So sure. you really can't say that in Dallas. Jason Stewart, executive producer of the show, is here. Um, you know, this might be loosely tied to sports, but he he was sponsored by Adidas from the get-go, and I think I told everybody that I knew, I knew that Kanye and Kim K were never going to last. Wow. Um, so I'm going to take credit for being the one person out there who said this thing is destined to fail. And I just watched a documentary the other night, which is why I'm, I'm recalling this. Um, you must see it. You must see the details. You must see just how despicable America could be in its kind of uh, wealth and fame. And it's really a great story just to to really despise the the fame in this country. So Kim K and Kanye are my choices. Is there is there a Kim K and Kanye documentary or just that Kanye documentary? It's the it's the documentary on the divorce. Oh. Part 1 is Kanye's story, part 2 is Kim K's story. Okay, cuz there is like a three-part Kanye documentary that too. which was There's very one out interesting. There too, yeah. yeah, that one I've seen, so is this like the multiple Showtime episodes? Like there's just different ones about Kanye out there and we don't know what's what? How, or are how they about, all just... Like a month ago, probably like four months ago, two American Gladiators documentaries came out within like a week of each other. I was like, I liked American Gladiators. I don't know that we need two different documentaries <laughs> about this though. So uh, I got still, another one. Do, do, I'm do not a fan of Showtime. Do we have any more? Uh, we do after Mitch in New Jersey. Okay, Mitch, what do we got? Mitch, what do you got? Yeah, you still know. 
What about when the Yankees signed Alex Rodriguez and they had Derek? How did they won? I know Alex squeezed out one championship in his career, but it wasn't so dominant guy like I thought it was going to happen. What was going to be? Plus, you felt like you were kind of doing Jeter dirty. You know, like it was just yeah. like it. Yeah, it was just weird. Yeah, no backbone. Yeah, he should demand it. He should have demanded shortstop. But I think, uh, by the way, I think Russell Westbrook's going to work out with the Clippers. You watch. He well, could. he was the only guy that was healthy last year at the end, so really got quick. That going while for him. we have Mitch, that was going to be my other one. Is remember when Randy Johnson got traded or signed with the New York Yankees, and everyone was like, "I don't know if he's built for New York City." And then, literally, the first day he was there, he was shoving cameras. Uh, like the media was following him, and he was like shoving camera p- cameras out of his face. Like that was the other one that stood out to me. Was I, I don't remember how he did on the field. But you just kind of knew from a personality perspective it wasn't going to work, and it absolutely didn't. So. I'll give you one that's very recent, very recent. Uh, live golf. Sure, 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 sure. Like I, I'm sorry. Like The actual product of live golf, of the players playing in those tournaments, has not worked out. Now, it, the success and how you would rate it, guys making millions upon millions of dollars, yes. But there has not been an interest. The... The shotgun start of starting on a player on every hole, it's tough enough to watch golf when you are uh, at a tournament. To have everybody start at the same time uh, makes it that much more difficult. Um, It's just a weird, weird setup. We don't know what the future is going to be, but now with the merger, I think it's kind of over before it even began. So I would put live golf as a part of that as well. Yeah, I, I'll say I thought if they got enough stars and it took like, and it and it, it got enough legs, but yeah, it always felt like an uphill battle just because the PGA is so established, you know. And it's like, it's like if you remember during the bubble, Kyrie Irving was like, "Yeah, we should just start a new league. Like, we don't need the league." And it was like, "No, I mean that seems a little bit more complicated, Kyrie, than you're probably giving it credit yeah. for." And uh, that was exactly with Live Golf. It was like, oh, we're just starting this other tour, and it's going to be – like, my whole thing when Live Golf first popped, I thought all the, the uh, events were going to be in, like, Saudi Arabia and places like that. And it's like, oh, no, they're playing in uh, outside of Boston this weekend. And I'm like, oh, okay, that, that feels like – you know, I don't know. It just it felt like there's probably a PGA Tour stop not far lo- not far by, and you could just go to the PGA Tour instead. You had an instance in Live Golf this past year because of the team aspect of it and the individual aspect. And by the way, if you don't know this, I don't blame you because it made no headlines. But you actually had a player in a, in a tournament this year whose team was leading, but he was a shot back of the lead, I believe. It was Sebastian Mm -hmm. Munoz. And so think about that. You have a birdie putt, okay, that that you have from 25 feet. The rule of playing in golf is, you know, never leave a birdie putt short. Make sure you at least get it to the hole so it has a chance to go in. And he he could have done that. But you then risk the chance of the ball rolling five, six feet past the hole, and now you have a five, six footer coming back. He had the dilemma of, do I put my individual goal of winning this tournament ahead of my team? Because if I bogey this hole, it's going to hurt my team. And I could only bogey it by risking and trying to make birdie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what he did is he just took a 
tap in par, just cozied the putt up there, tapped in for par for his team to win, which then compromised where he was in the individual standing. That's how crazy, like for all of Live Golf, and I, and I felt that they did have enough players, that was a conflict that for some reason no one saw coming and is the complete opposite of what competition in sport is supposed to be. I remember so it's the, like, yeah, sir. No, I'm sorry. I, I just now I'm now I'm on a live golf rant. You <laughs> see, it's like a racing. You know, like when a certain driver is on a race team, and you have two guys who are the same race team driving for the checkered flag, and you're like, well, you don't both want to wreck. Who would have worked better? You know, within the point standings, like that stuff gets watered down. That's what I felt. Live was sorry. Go ahead. No, I just remember doing a show with you around that time and having this exact same conversation, and you making the same argument on why it wasn't going to work. All that stuff. So, I get it. I get it. It's- Are you saying I'm recycling my takes? No, 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 no. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm saying you were that passionate about the uh, uh, the, the complications yes. of live golf that I, I, I vividly remember. I also remember it. I, I know you're a golf diehard. I just don't remember a lot of people making that argument, and it was a really strong argument at the time. So I that was why it stood out. So Here's the funny thing, too, is you talked about your spectrum um, outage. I have DirecTV at home. We don't get the CW right now. Oh, no. So even if there was a live event, I couldn't watch it because uh, it is not available to me. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. It's Cavito and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. Things that just aren't going to work, and you know it from the get-go. It's what we're talking about. He's Aaron Torres. Hit him up at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. John Ramos is here at JSRamos06. Jason Stewart at Jason Stewart. And... Nick Cope is here as well. Get him at N Cope. Did we get to Jason? Are we good? Is everybody Kim and cashed Kanye. in? How could yeah. You oh, yeah, that? that's right. Yeah, everybody, but everybody's cashed in. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anybody before we took our time out. It is Kavino and here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's Kavino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Kavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters— I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Look back at yesterday just quickly. Nebraska loses a heartbreaker to Minnesota. Grand scheme of things, probably not a huge deal. I I don't know if it strengthens Minnesota's candidacy for the college football playoff, being facetious, being sarcastic with that. But it is the first game of the season. And honestly, Aaron, it is Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And I think last night, for as maybe ugly as the game was, 13-10 to ended up being the final and how Nebraska lost the football game, it just tells me this, that Nebraska still matters. And I think that there's a lot of questions about where Nebraska is in the college football landscape. Uh, Maybe there have been questions over the last 25 years or so, 20 years or so. But last night on Fox National TV, they lose a game to Minnesota. And I'm sorry, people were tuning in because it was Nebraska. And it wasn't the caliber of players. It wasn't a little bit to do, I feel, with Matt Rule, you know, getting his his first start there. But it's still Nebraska. You want to know what's going to happen with Nebraska. And even with the loss, last night told me that Nebraska still matters. It's an interesting kind of generational thing. And, again, another take that isn't unique or original. But, um, you know, I think for the younger generation, they just don't understand what Nebraska was. But I, I was kind of at the tail end of – of their their years of greatness. I mean, when I first started watching college football, they were one of the best programs in college football. So I just bring it up because I think, you know, it's I keep tuning in it's like the movie Groundhog Day. I keep wondering, hey, you know, is this the year? Is this the guy? I thought Scott Frost was it. I thought Matt Rule was it. I thought this quarterback. I thought this team. I thought whatever. And it never ends up changing. And so yes, they 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 do still matter, but I do think for probably anybody that's about 35 or older that does remember the glory days we tune in wanting and hoping if you care about college football that like that they're relevant because listen I, I'll just give you a very easy example like no one can deny that Nebraska fans care they had 90,000 people at a volleyball game earlier this week this week so I just bring it up because we all know how good they once were or people of a certain age all know how good they once were 
And it's a fan base that just cares so much, and they have been kicked in the gut so many times. So I know that's why I watched in. But yes, as far as I'm concerned, they absolutely do still matter, even though they really haven't had a super relevant national moment. Probably, I mean, what would be the last na- super relevant national moment? And Dominican Sioux versus Texas in the Big 12 championship game? That's like, yeah. that's like 13, 14 years ago. And even then, it was more them attempting to pull an upset more than it was that they were some national power, you know? I, I'm even trying to think of of good moments. Oh, yeah. Like, like, that's the other thing. Like, you think of, all right, the last time they were in the national championship game and getting rolled by mm-hmm. Miami. Anybody would have gotten rolled by Miami. Uh, even even George Reister's Oregon team, who thinks that they could have given the Hurricanes <laughs> a run for their money, you're gonna you're gonna be with me on Sunday because George is out. But George and I team up on Fox Sports Sundays, and we'll have talks. And Jonathan Vilma will come out, and George will try to convince him that Oregon was better than <laughs> Miami. Sorry, it wasn't. So I don't blame Nebraska entirely for that. But even you know, Big Ten title game, they get you know run over by Wisconsin. What Wisconsin scores like seventy against them? I remember him. You know, yeah, like the, so. So even in the in the games where they were. They were in as of late or participating in. The outcomes weren't positive. And, but it's been, you know, you know, mid-90s is the last time they won a national championship. Early 2000s is the last time they were in a national championship game. And I still say that they, they matter. Like, they're a part of the conversation. And I don't know. I, I don't know if that happens at most places. I don't know if most places just kind of, oh, yeah. you know, like fade off. And, I, and I'll use Colorado, Colorado yeah, yeah mm-hmm. as the example of, hey, national prominence, 80s, you know, into the 90s. And even though, you know, there weren't national championships later in the 90s, you still had Heisman Trophy winners. You had successful teams. You, you, you know, there, there was still winning football, and then it drops off. But it needed Deion Sanders to come back and really bring that – program to prominence and Colorado actually did have you know a winning season here or there maybe there was this season but it didn't bring the pro ba- uh, program back to where it was being talked on a national level and I would just say with Nebraska that that's the case that it's it's not only the, you know that entire state and everybody that comes out for it it is still a conversation around the country and I think that there's value in that and I do think that Matt Rule is going to turn it around at some point I was going to ask you yeah. and it just it didn't happen last night and the unfortunate thing about it was they lose in a game where they where they led they get, you know have a turnover uh that you know, first a fumble and then an interception. So two costly turnovers in the fourth quarter that end up leading to to Minnesota points and ultimately the Gophers' victory on the long field goal at the at the gun there. But I do think he turns it around. But just on how they lost last night kind of ed, uh, adds to the story of why Nebraska is still a story. I was gonna. So you you do think that that Matt Rule will eventually right the ship there? Yes. I I don't think that I don't I don't know if they will. Um, I put it this way. I'll say Nebraska college football playoff in the next decade. Yes. Hmm. Cause okay. it's expanding to 12. Yeah. I'll put the Huskers in a college football playoff in the next decade. I, I think it's in play. I will say when Scott Frost was fired, um, that was what I said was I said in the NIL portal world, and in a 12-team playoff world where the third-best Big Ten team, you know, probably two to three, depending on how the automatic bids shake out, maybe even four Big Ten teams can get in, I think it does happen. Um, I do think all these new additions make it a little bit tougher for them, uh, Oregon, Washington, et cetera. 
But yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I the only reason I'm hesitant is because I thought Scott Frost was going to be the guy to bring Nebraska back, and that was a, a somehow worse than any other regime before it. So I, I can't imagine a world where Matt Rule somehow is worse than Scott Frost. But I thought Scott Frost was a home run when that happened, and that clearly didn't work out. You know, it's funny because you mentioned the time. You know, we're different ages. I'm um, a decade or so older than you are. Me growing up with Nebraska really was at the this, this start. Like, I don't, I don't remember the Orange Bowl where, you know, they go for two when a tie would have given them the national championship against Miami in 1983. I don't remember that game happening, but I remember 1984 and I remember 1985. And so Tom Osborne and Nebraska getting close to a national championship or trying to win a national championship was always the conversation. And then they end up going – back to back in the mid 90s and crowning achievement and that was kind of the Nebraska narrative that I you know grew up with without knowing the entire Nebraska narrative of the 60s of the 70s and of the success that they had there so it's different for everyone but I would say Aaron to that to that point of it's mattering to different generations and again you don't have programs that always do this but Nebraska does do it yeah you see that a lot in college basketball where a a program you know like a Georgetown like a UNLV maybe a Syracuse in 10 years it's like they're just there and then they fall off and they never get it back Uh, college football for the most part it feels like most of these programs that have been around kind of forever are still relevant Notre Dame Michigan whatever but to your point you do you do have the Colorados I mean Washington I guess is still sort of relevant but are they relevant on the scale that they were 25 30 years ago so uh, Nebraska certainly does still matter uh, as evidenced by last night Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today now the 0-1. Bellinger cracks one in the air. Deep right center. Get out the tape measure. Long gone for Cody Bellinger. Cubs lead one to nothing. That was our progressive play of the day. Progressive making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you could save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or 1 800 Progressive. It's Camino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Bayer. Cubs Radio Network on the highlight. Cubs top the Reds today by a score of 6 to 2. Cubbies right now, two and a half games back of the Brewers for first place in the NL Central. And uh, they've just got game two of the doubleheader underway in Cincinnati. Uh, Cubs kind of lovable again. Uh, if you're a Brewers fan like I am or a Reds fan, not so much, but seems to be some goodwill behind the Cubs as they've made this second half surge. Now in the thick of, the, thick of it in the NL playoffs and getting game one today in Cincinnati. All right, tomorrow, big noon kickoff. Colorado Buffaloes in Fort Worth taking on TCU. It, I think it's the biggest storyline of the college football season mm-hmm. is Deion Sanders at Colorado. We're going to get our first taste of it tomorrow as the Buffs take on the Horn Frogs. Aaron Torres, how much are you looking forward to this game tomorrow? Oh, I'm I'm over the moon for it. And I'm not anti Dion just because I think, you know, in the NIL portal world, it can't be a one-way street. If we're going to pay players and we're going to let them leave whenever they want, then I think the the coach has the right to say if you're not performing, if you're not delivering, then we might have to bring in somebody who can. So I'm excited, but I'm also curious because obviously, again, it goes without saying, we have never seen a rebuild quite like this in one offseason, whatever it ended up being, 50, 60, 70 new players. So I'm fascinated. Uh, I also think, by the way, just the way the schedule breaks, uh, TCU next uh, this week at on the road, Nebraska at home, and then at Oregon and USC before the end of the month. Like if Colorado is one in four at the end of this month, don't be shocked. And it isn't it isn't an indictment that Dion's the worst coach that's ever lived, and ever he's overrated, and you guys in the media overhyped him. But I am fascinated to watch it all starting tomorrow. I agree. I think that there is. I agree with the fascination portion of it because it changes tomorrow. And as you mentioned, I'm not sure how many people realize the actual changeover that there was or how recent some of the changeover was. Uh, we, we know what Dion said when he came in and became the head coach of Colorado. Video went viral and talking to now a lot of ex-Colorado players in that meeting. And then even after their spring game, there were departures and, and fill-ins. But it's also just of Dion and him, you know, 
his value has brought Colorado back. And as you said, it you know ties in now into this NIL era where it just really works. But now the narrative changes because now you have games and plays and outcomes to judge how your tactics actually worked, how the things you tried to implement, the transfers, the amount of players moving in. If you lose 56 to 10 tomorrow, I know it's game one, but now there's an interesting narrative. And I'm not saying it changes after game one. As you said, they could go one and four, and I think that realistic football fans don't expect to see Colorado in a in a bowl game this year. But you also have to have some success if you're going to have that swagger. Sure. And that is what – I think that's what we also want to see. There are people that are going to be tuning in that want Dion to succeed like you wouldn't believe. And then there's also going to be a group of people who don't want to see Dion succeed at all because they don't like the transfers. They, you know, they, they don't want the flashiness. And so it's polarizing as well, but it's great for college football. But everything changes tomorrow now that you have plays and games and scores to be able to evaluate. Zero doubt. What if it does work? Do you think it fundamentally like, – like if they go six and no, six – No, I don't. I don't, I, I don't I, either, actually. But. Because uh, I, think that there, I think that there are schools that are going to try to emulate hiring the next Deion Sanders, yep. and you can't do that. Well – You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but uh, Bethune-Cookman hired Ed Reed for uh, like a week or two, and it cl- it just didn't work out. I mean, there, I think there were some, some issues with the school – but I think there's everybody, everyone just assumes like, oh, you know, he played defensive back in the NFL. This is an HBCU. Ed Reed, that makes sense. He wants to get into coaching. And, and, and oh, by the way, Eddie George is now the head coach at Tennessee State. Hugh Jackson is now the head coach at Grambling. It's like Dion's one of one. Like, like you can't just hire a random NFL dude and think that it's going to work because it works so well for Dion. Uh, but again, if if they if they do have a ton of success, then yes, it is a copycat sport, and people will try to find the next Dion. But to your point, uh, only one of those guys exists. It's also interesting because you have Trent Dilfer at UAB taking yep. over, and I you know like like I I know Trent Dilfer is not Dion Sanders, but again, former player with a profile, um, you know like to to see something like that, does that change things? How does that end up? Uh, working out um you know i think that's something to watch as well but yeah you're just not gonna you're just not gonna find another Deion sanders no matter how you try and so that's why i think it's difficult to to replicate um tcu by the way is like a 20 point i was gonna favorite. ask you do you think so, colorado could keep it close <laughs> i um i really don't know i i will i will just say that because i don't i i have no idea about their players i don't know how tcu is going to respond i mean the last last time mm-hmm. we saw them aaron we were in the second to last row at sofi stadium getting blitzed by the georgia bulldogs and you know there's change over there so i have no idea what to expect so that so i'd love to like make a pick and then be like see i told you <laughs> i don't have any clue and i think that's actually why i'm excited to see it yeah you know and it's not nearly as sexy but the tcu perspective is interesting as well because they won a lot of close games last year. They had a couple wins that were kind of frankly fluky, including, by the way, the college football playoff. I mean, a lot of weird things went their way. Michigan outgained them. Michigan easily could have won that game. And so is this like, you know, as we transition to the new era of the Big 12, like is this the new Big 12 power or is it a team that had a lot of things break their way and they deserve to be in that championship game, but maybe it's not as sustainable as a lot of people think? I want to leave you with one story I saw in the Rose Bowl uh Twitter, x.com, whatever page today, college uh, colors. 
And uh, I remember there was a there was a Chick Fil A thing that they did a few years ago, Aaron, where if you wore a team logo, you got a free Chick-fil-A sandwich on like College Colors Day. I went to like three different (laughs) Chick-fil-A's in Southern California just to try to collect on my chicken sandwich. I don't think they do that deal anymore, but if they did, you know, I'd be driving around. Hey, I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned, it doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Quick pro Programming note, Aaron's going to be with me on Sunday at 5 Eastern. You and Jason Martin starting a little later on Saturday nights now on Fox Sports Radio. 11 p.m. Eastern, but we will be recapping all of the college football from tomorrow and all season long. So for Aaron Torres, Nick Cope, Jason Stewart, John Ramos, I'm Dan Beyer. It's been Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.